This is Radio Maria, and it's time for our mornings with Radio Maria. We have today a very special guest. I have I haven't gotten to meet him personally, but I have gotten to go to Saint Patrick's Catholic Church in Bristol. And ladies and gentlemen, it is a sight to be seen. It is truly beautiful, as well as welcoming. We got to meet with uh, the parish administrators and see a bit more and learn more about the parish. But it's time now to share with you about St. Patrick's, who is celebrating their century old, a hundred years, a hundred years of serving the people of their community. Today, we have Canon Gregory Grant, as well as the music director, Tracy. Oh, Canon Gregory. Tracy, you are on air. Hello, hello. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning. We're both very honoured to be following the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. It's very nice of you to welcome us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's go. Let's just start because my the whoa, we're now broadcasting on digital radio in the Bristol area and we want to highlight the good good work being done in this area which includes your parish Canon Gregory could you tell us a little bit let's take us back in time a hundred years ago how did this parish get started well our parish was actually founded from St Nicholas's parish uh, by a priest who was a curate there at the time Monsignor Canon William Dillon as he became and he opened the parish on the 17th of March, St. Patrick's Day in 1923. So last St. Patrick's Day, just a couple of weeks or so ago, uh, we were 100 years old. It was our 100th birthday. And one of the great joys was we actually had a parishioner there, Grace, who was at the opening of the original church 100 years ago. She was two years old. She's 102 now. And remarkably, Grace still lives in the same house that her family owned 102 years ago. So it was a great sense of continuity. And we had other parishioners as well who've been in the parish 80 or 90 years too. But it was, it's a, a wonderful parish with a wonderful tradition that has really contributed to the life of the community over the last 100 years. What a blessing to have Grace there. Oh, yeah, my it was, goodness. It was, it was amazing, yeah. Great. <laughs> oh, so you, you're kind of playing this down. I've been hearing about the... Uh, you've not just done St. Patrick's Day, right? But you've been celebrating all year long your 100th birthday. Could you tell us a little bit about... I guess you've had some week-long revivals and some all the different celebrations from the different groups in your parish. Could you share with us a bit... Give us some ideas... <laughs> of what we should do on our 100th celebration? Well, first of all, we uh, formed over a year ago a centenary committee, and they are the ones spearheading and driving the many activities. And we kicked off uh, with a New Year's Eve dance. We've had a mass, uh, first of all, then we had a New Year's Eve dance. Then on New Year's Day, we had a, a family uh, picnic and uh, after another great celebratory mass. So, uh, a mixture of socializing and worship has been the theme of um, the whole of, of the year. And that led us through to Lent, where we had a mission at the beginning of Lent. We had two 85-year-old priests 
conducting the parish mission from Ash Wednesday until the first Sunday of Lent, and they gave a full program. I think I think we didn't kill them off, but they were they were actually a really good example of of how you can still engage in pastoral ministry and missionary activity at the age of eighty five. We brought them out of retirement. Canon Kevin Kenny and Father Aldo Tapper, and they they were wonderful. And the parishioners came to a full program uh, over the, that four day period of, of masses and talks and spiritual devotions and uh, special celebrations. And after every single one, and that was three or four things each day, um, there was hospitality. And so the parish really grew with a great sense of community during during those, that uh, lovely mission. Then we came to the centenary celebration itself, which was a very big multicultural event. When I came to this parish, I've actually been in the parish 35 years as parish priest. I came in 1988. So, um, we had 200 English and Irish Catholics in 1988. Now we have over 600 people worshipping, and two-thirds of them are uh, immigrants from abroad who form this great multicultural community. And I'm going to just pass over to Tracy because one of the commissions I gave her when I asked her to take on the permanent role uh, of musical director of the parish last September was to coordinate all the different musical traditions and cultures that we have in the parish and bring them together. I didn't want lots of things running in parallel, but I wanted things blending into one big harmony. And she did such a great job because on the 17th of March, she brought together eight choirs in the parish to form a community choir of 70 people and we had a congregation at that mass of over 600. The bishop, of course, presided and 20 priests can celebrate it. It was a truly wonderful occasion. But I'm going to pass you over to Tracy because you've heard enough from me. And then I'll come back to you and tell you what we've got planned next. Thank you, Canon. Yes, we are definitely blessed and fortunate to have of those 600 parishioners that we get at Mass each week, over 100 of those parishioners are involved in one or another of those eight choirs or music groups that we have established over the years here at St. Patrick's. Uh, just to name a few, we have the Pan-African Community Choir. Uh, in the last year, we've recently established a youth choir. Uh, we have a Brazilian music group, Indian singers, our Polish ladies singers group, um, and our biggest hit, I have to say, is the St. Patrick's Primary School Junior Choir, who make regular appearances um, at our masses to lead the music liturgy. Uh, we also have a four-part sacred choral and the original St. Patrick's Music Group, which was actually formed um, 40 years ago and was the first music group in our parish. And we were able to actually bring all of those groups to get together as one parish community and one St. Patrick's Community Choir for our special centenary Thanksgiving Mass on the 17th of March. And uh, it was no mean feat to uh, get us all together. We ended up rehearsing uh, separately in our individual groups throughout the year, rehearsing our harmonies, our separate parts. Um, and then we came together just before March the 17th for two large scale rehearsals. And it turned out to be the most fantastic celebration, not only of the 100 year anniversary and life of the church on our special feast day of St. Patrick's Day, but in terms of the music liturgy, it was you know, a real celebration and opportunity to raise the profile of, well, really the rich multicultural diversity and the thriving youth that we have within our parish. 
Thanks, Tracy. Yeah, uh, tr- uh, she's being very modest there. This is all actually due down to, down to her. <laughs> so, very modest indeed. This would not have happened without without Tracy, and she has great plans uh, going forward because they don't only sing in church; they also sing at uh, social events, and we have a lot of social events uh, in the parish. In fact, after the um, uh, celebration on the seventeenth of March, we had a reception for all six hundred guests. And then after that, we had a Cayley dance in the uh, parish hall. 200 people went across uh, for that. And coming up, we've got a, a lot of things p- planned. At the end of uh, next month, we are going on a parish pilgrimage to Walsingham uh, for three days on the Long Bank holiday. And in June, we have one of the patrons of our parish, who's the well-known Irish singer Daniel O'Donnell. He is coming to visit us to perform in concert here in our church. And Tracy is going to be coordinating that after Sunday afternoon event. Tickets are available. Let me give a plug, please. <laughs> yes, and, please. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, Daniel, Daniel has actually been involved in St. Patrick's for over 30 years as a promoter of our, when we started building our new church. He helped us uh, with a, a concert to raise funds for our new church 30 years ago. And he's become a close personal friend of me and the parish uh, over the last three decades. And he, as I say, is coming to us on the uh, 18th of June in the afternoon uh, to help us fundraise for the centenary year. And part of that fundraising on that afternoon is to help take the youth of the parish to Lourdes. We are uh, going to um, Lourdes in August as um, a parish group. We're going at about the same time as the diocesan uh, pilgrimage to Lourdes, so we'll be able to blend in with some of their activities. And of course, we want to subsidize our young people so that they can afford to go. We also have young people, five young people going to the World Youth Day, which we're uh, very proud of, that they're participating in the diocesan pilgrimage to World Youth Day. And we have a a lot of young people participating in so many different aspects of uh, parish life that I really am very, very proud of them all. Oh, my goodness. Oh, take a breath. Take a breath, Kevin Gregory. <laughs> I have a friend. I have a friend who said Kevin Gregory will never use one word where 12 will do. So you have to, you have to hold me in check. <laughs> I must ask. So you've got such a thriving youth and you have all these different. Can you share with us which you shared with us that there were a multicultural group? Which types of cultures are you finding that's in your community? You've got the African, the Ghana one, I think you said. But, but what other ones are there? Well, in the in the Pan-African group, we have actually representatives over 12 uh, different countries. And from amongst that group, we have uh, one young man, Chris Boating, who is uh, considering going on for the permanent diaconate now, and I'm very uh, proud of that. The Brazilian community came to me about seven years ago to ask if they could use our church um, for mass each week. And we used to get about 50, and then we managed to secure the services of a Brazilian priest who joined us only in um, October of last year, and his bishop has very generously released him from his diocese to come and work here in St. Patrick's for over two years, and in the space of only, what, five months, he has already doubled the congregation, or more than doubled it. We now have 120 coming to the Mass in Portuguese uh, each Sunday evening that we host here. But they are very much integrated into the general life of the community, participating in all our 
activities, whether it's choir or church cleaning or office duties and uh, fundraising and so on. And uh, so the Brazilian community are really helpful. But we've had an Indian community in the parish for well over 20 years now, probably with about 150 uh, Indian regular worshippers here. We have people from many countries in Eastern Europe, not just Poland, although perhaps principally Poland. We have Polish priests visiting the parish for four months in the year, and they build up the Polish community here as well. So we're very, very blessed. We ha they're all very participative. What I love about them all is that they uh, join in and they get to know each other. So, for example, just as a result of the mission, um, Chris from the Pan-African community got talking to Bill, who leads the Brazilian community, and they've already organized a day out um, to go to a, a beach in South Wales in uh, July, and uh, they're going to have games and football and so on. And uh, Chris came and said to me, we just have to book a second coach. The first coach got booked up so quickly. We're now uh, booking up a second coach. There'll be well over 100 people between the Brazilians and Africans uh, going there uh, for that day's outing. And they do this in the, these kind of initiatives amongst themselves, which is so great. And uh, I'm so appreciative of the fact that they interrelate. And uh, I, I never wanted a parish with lots of parallel communities. I want one community to which everybody contributes, but in which we also recognize their individuality and their history and their culture. And one of the people that helps me do that, and I'm going to pass you back to her now, is <laughs> Tracy. Yay. Amen, amen. about Daniel Ladon's concert, what you're doing <laughs> So on Sunday, the 18th of June, um, again, we are blessed to have Daniel O'Donnell joining us and we will have that ticketed event for a champagne afternoon tea in the afternoon, uh, culminating in an evening concert. And uh, again, relating to what Canon Gregory was saying about our wonderful, rich, multicultural uh, diversity within the parish. Um, all of those groups are going to be contributing to the concert, some singing with Daniel, some performing separately. So again, we hope to have a full house uh, for that concert, demonstrating what we can show uh, within the parish um, about our wonderful musical life here, uh, as well as celebrating with our patron, Daniel O'Donnell. Um, another event that we have, because we're celebrating for the whole of the centenary year, and in October this year, we are extremely honoured and privileged that we have been um, asked to and invited to take our four-part choir um, during our parish retreat weekend at the end of October um, to Buckfast Abbey. And our four-part choir have been invited to actually sing and join the Buckfast Abbey choir at the Sunday 10 a.m. mass uh, that weekend. Uh, which will also be televised. Uh, so we we feel extremely fortunate and blessed and that there are still many things to look forward to throughout this year to celebrate our centenary. What a year, what a year. Canon Gregory, this takes a lot of, of or it takes a lot of organisation, a lot of uh, commitment, but it sounds like it really takes a guidance from the Holy Spirit and a investment in people, in resources and support in their initiatives that are bringing up, which I guess, I think that's you that says yes to these things. So bravo. And, and oh, it sounds all so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. I, I, I did a, an interview once 
a few years ago in which I said the principal word a priest should always have at his heart is yes. Just say yes to whatever God sends your way. And uh, I've, I try to do that, and I try to teach my parishioners to do that, and I have to say I think they're, they're very good at it. They don't pass up opportunities that God sends them through the Holy Spirit. And uh, we are especially honoring Our Lady during the course of this year. She is one of the themes of our focus in prayer, which is why we are going to Walsingham uh, next month. Uh, why we go to Glastonbury with the diocesan pilgrimage in July and why we are going to Lourdes as a parish pilgrimage in August to thank Our Lady for her patronage and her prayer, which uh, together with St. Patrick keeps us all going. And uh, we're very blessed to have such wonderful influences from above. Amen. Amen. Well, I just want to give a big thank you for coming on to the program today and hopefully inspiring our listeners in what they can possibly do to help celebrate their parishes, how to bring their multicultural groups together, working in harmony, not parallel, like you said, but together in one group but celebrating the differences as well. I'd like to share uh, to Diana, who was your, who sh she's like the head administrator, head, oh, I think she's in charge of everything. <laughs> she's very well organized. She is. You are, you are talking to a priest who has never ever switched a computer on in his life <laughs> and who has never ever sent an email in his life, but is surrounded by women like Diana and Tracy and Amelia and Denise and so many others who are so capable at all this technology that I have become a technological inexpert <laughs> and I'm going to stay that way for the rest of my life. <laughs> you just stay but you just stay in line with Jesus and the Holy Spirit and that's that's that's, that's what we need to. <laughs> so thank you so much. We hope to be coming around and saying hi to some more and and do think of Radio Maria as any as a way to share the good good work because it your good stories will hopefully plant the seeds and encourage other parishioners, other parishes to build similar communities in their area. Areas. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak to you this morning. Can I give one more plug? Oh, please do. Uh, uh, our website is, Tracy's just passed this to me, www.stpatricks.org.uk. www.stpatricks.org.uk. Apparently, we have a great website. You do. So, uh, yeah. so, you do. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I, 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 we I, shared, uh, Ken and Gregory, your video describing all the art, the murals, and the beautiful pieces on your in your church. So our listeners are a little bit familiar with it, but see it yourselves, my dears. stpatricks.org.uk. And they live stream their masses whenever they have them daily and weekly. So please do check them out. They have all the information about their upcoming events, how to get tickets, their services, and also how you can use their facilities. Their school, St. Patrick's is it primary school? Is it, it is yeah. primary school. Yes, they're linked there as well, as well as the St. Patrick's charity shop. Yes, we've had a charity shop for thirty-three years on the high street. Oh, mate! Like there's nothing. There's uh, there's so much. This is like a oh, this is an example. So do check it out and do do visit St. Patrick's. 
uh, in Bristol if you have a chance. But before I let you go, Canon Gregory, could you do what you do best and say a prayer for uh, for your parish, for our listeners, and perhaps give us a blessing before you go? Thank you very much for this opportunity. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, on this special day of celebration in the Diocese of Clifton, where all the priests will be coming together with the bishop for the Chrism Mass in the cathedral, we ask your blessing upon our diocese and all the parishes within our diocese and all the priests, deacons and religious and people who worship in these parishes. We pray for a missionary spirit so that we will reach out to others with your love, with your joy. And as we move towards Easter, we especially thank you for the wonderful gift of the resurrection and the promise of eternal life, where we will enjoy living with you in the unity of Jesus and the Holy Spirit, our divine Trinity, God, forever and ever. And may Almighty God bless us all, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.